Stop, drop, and listen. I'm Magda, and you've just arrived at your final destination. If it's raw, real, and unedited, I like it. Live, from the bottom of my heart, this podcast is everything you've never expected. I'm going to sign my name across the airwaves by daring to be different. Muchos arigatos. Thank you for coming on the show, Sarah. I know everybody knows you as Live Free Warrior, but you will always be Sarita to me. From day one, when we first connected here in Miami. Unbelievable. I still remember you in the front row. So beautiful, so wide-eyed, and so trusting. And speaking of trust, today's podcast, like I told you last time, is on love. And you all know, since you've been listening, I'm in love with love. And Live Free Warrior is an example of walking love in every way. Love for health love for community, love for me. And so it's a big treat. I can't wait to educate you guys on what she's all about. So today's topic is love. And although Sarah and I did not rehearse what we're going to talk about, so anything can happen on the show. Um, we did talk about how we were going to start the show. And I think it's a great way to start the show. What do you think, Sarah? Take it off. So we were talking about, uh, worship worship and how I always say if you treat someone well it should automatically come back unfortunately it doesn't and I like to refer to the man I love and I've loved very few men in my life very few one hand or less uh, I really do refer to them as my king Um, and they should refer to me as the queen but it didn't work out like that for me And that's why I am a single woman. Not for long, though. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Uh, What do you think about that? Do you think it's like worship? I really believe there are some love vampires out there. And they just want to suck it all up because they lack it inside themselves. Those are usually the people. You can feel it. Like, I'm such an energy feeler, you know, as you know, teaching yoga for many years. And now um, being on the other side, it's there's a lot of love and energy vampires out there but i truly believe when you're giving love it's like a mirror effect and when it's true and it's pure and the mirror is all clean it's going to bounce back if not more than what's given so i do really believe that it's a give and a take but when like you're saying with worship it elevates each other on the same plane because you're lifting up a little bit and lifting up on the other side and it it's like a seesaw that just continues to rise yeah uh, the thing about lifting each other up and the seesaw and it, it, it is actually that one step at a time so i believe that if you sharpen another human being in any way that it should come back to you especially when you're with a partner um your your soulmates it's just a beautiful thing and i've seen thank god i've had the luck to know so many good unions and not necessarily marriage but unions because i have a lot of gay friends and they're happy and they're um lifting each other up sharpening each other making each other better one day at a time one minute at a time and And it's a lot of work, but it's so worth the work. And really, it's not work. I don't feel like it's work. I feel like it's natural. It it should be natural. Unfortunately, this week, like I was telling you, two of my very close friends uh, filed for divorce. And it it breaks my heart because I know what they're facing and you know what they're facing. And 
it's it's so sad uh, to build, and maybe not uh, equitably, maybe one built more than the other, and and see it all fall apart because it takes as much effort to destroy the union as it does to make the union, and sometimes it takes more effort, um, and it's a painful process. But love, man, there's nothing like it. I am in love. I I and. And I'm in love with a man right now, which is kind of weird because usually I'm in love with fitness and I'm in love with my son and I'm in love with creation. Uh, I really live in love. And but I am now for the first time at last my love. I feel like I did find a partner that uh, has the ability and more than the ability, the will to elevate to sharpen, to love, to make life wonderful. And it did take me eight long years of playing with some goony gremlins. And I don't know about you, but it was, it was a, a seesaw going through all that process. Cause I did try to love, I keep going back on the merry-go-round and, and it's not, most people give up after divorce. Most people go, you know what? I'm just going to have crazy promiscuous sex for the rest of my life and, and just play around. But for me, love is a necessity. It's a necessity. And union is a necessity. Marriage, the word marriage, some people disagree with it. It's a document. It's, it's a legality. Uh, for me, it's, it's, it's a commitment that has to, has to be met. Um, I don't know about you. How do you feel about that? I was listening to what you're saying. And I think, um, it, it starts a lot with, what we grew up around as well. So I grew up with two parents who love each other deeply. It is their only marriage. And they, they, as you say, they worship each other. They make those small, they're not perfect human beings. You know, my dad does annoying things that takes my mom off. And, you know, my mom asks for too much sometimes maybe. But it is that let's elevate together. You're my best friend. You're, I'm here for you. I'm going to sacrifice right. things for you. I'm not going to hold that against you because I think that there's, that's not pure love, you know, and pure love just gives to give and it's not looking for something back. Um, so I really truly believe that when you are a whole yourself, and like you said, about eight years and finding, it's about falling in love with ourselves first. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. When you fall in love with yourself first, then you're not looking for somebody else to fill that hole. And then anything that is that kind of same greatness is just going to elevate you. And you won't accept any shit less. Well, it's funny that you should. First of all, I don't know any perfect human beings. That's number one. And number two. My dog. Yeah. <laughs> then your dog needs a pedestal because I mean, wow. He deserves it. <laughs> uh, and I think that you are so lucky to have parents like that. I, I, it's, it's really rare to meet people that are spending lifetimes together. And life is so delicious when you can share it with one human being. Like just the nuances, the jokes, the idiosyncrasies and memories. And you can go back 20, 30 years and look at each other and laugh. I think that's where the magic is. Unfortunately, I, I didn't, um, I didn't get that back. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for everything that happened in my marriage, all of it. And I'm hoping that in my next marriage, did you see what I did there? Um, it will, um, come back. Uh, I think. I, I pray I'm not looking for that to come back. I, I, I'm a giver, but I give to very few people. Like you said, those vampires, they are out there. If you want a list of names, I can't do it on the podcast. Call me up. <laughs> um, 
it's important to only give to people that are worth giving to and looking for love. That's a side business for you and me, Sarah, looking for love. How many people don't you know are out there looking actively daily for love? Well, I think that's part of the issue too. When you're so seeking and needy, think of going into a job interview. If you are going into a job interview and you are so desperate, so desperate for that job, the employer, whoever's interviewing you is going to feel it and they're automatically going to be turned off. I'm learning too, not from my own self, but from other um, actors that I see. If they're going into an audition, they're like, pick me, pick me, pick me. It's automatically, if I were the casting director, I'd be like, uh, I don't yeah. want to work with this person. Yeah. Too needy, to everything. It just And the same, I think, goes for those looking for love. It, yeah. It's too clingy and it it has like a a rotten smell to <laughs> so how about wait but then ha, the, tinder and um bumble which i've never been on Ditto. uh what is it i haven't either uh there's another one that hinge my a very good friend of mine swears by hinge uh i, I it's and i it might be an age thing i mean it might be an age thing for me it has to be you feel that energy you feel that it, I met you I felt that we connected on some level and then it just grows and it's easy and it's it flows and there's no because for me all those things are choreographed and curated dates and filtered conversation and whatever else is filtered and it's just you're setting yourself up for bullshit I mean and I tell myself if I ever went on a on a hinge date or one of those things I would say, if I don't like you, I'm leaving. I'm I would not do the same. I would do absolutely the same. <laughs> your time. I'm not going to harm you. I'm not going to mislead you. And I think, unfortunately, we live, especially now with COVID, in a, how do people connect? Like, how do they see each other, feel that energy that we're talking about? And, you know, you felt it. You felt it. And I felt it. I just, I'm in love with that energy. But... It's a hard thing to feel, man, or th- like a real to virtually feel. You know what I mean? There's because it's no way. it's, it's two dimensional, and it's not the same as feeling in a room. If you're sensitive to it, if you're pure, if you're really open to, you're gonna feel that exchange of energy. Just like if I'm across from you, I feel your energy with me, and if we're over the phone, I still feel you, but it's not the same intensity. You know, you talked about dating sites. I, I don't have anything against them. I've At never all. used one. At and all. if it works for some people, I think that's fabulous. Would I ever use one? I don't think so. Because I've always believed that if something's meant to be, it's going, it's going to happen. And it's going to happen naturally. There was no Tinder back two, three, four thousand years ago. Yet people were still connecting. Right. And I think that it was more a natural process. Um, and I, I think... I felt the same way years ago too. My ex-husband and I were, I I tried to have a kid maybe for a few months, a hot few months. I didn't know. And then I decided, I was like, this isn't for me. This is just not for me. And within those few months, it was like, it didn't happen. And I always said from the beginning, I will never go through any treatments. I won't do, because if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. And I still feel that way today. And now I know for a fact that it's, it's not meant to be with me. Right. I'm really, I'm good with houseplants and I'm good with my puppy once, mm-hmm. once in a while. But if something isn't natural, it's not something I'm going to force. Mm. Um, so if it works for some people, I think that's phenomenal. I don't think it's a path 
that I personally would take because you 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 do you need to feel that love. I I mean, it took me four years to get pregnant, and I feel that that is the greatest love of all is that love that I felt for my baby when he was born. Uh, and I didn't do any process, but it was very difficult for me to get pregnant. But that love, wow, nothing, nothing matches that. I've never felt love like that. It's completely unconditional, uh, never ending love. It's the most beautiful thing. And it's so funny, the man I'm in love with, he says to me, Magda, you're just, I love the way you take care of your son. It's overwhelming. And, and me too. And I'm looking at him and I'm going, is there any other way to love? Like I, w it hurt me to hear him talk like that because I was like, well, who the fuck loved you? Like it pisses me off because what did you go through in your life that you think I'm overwhelming? I'm just, I think I'm just a, an honest giver of love to very few people. And so those people are lucky as fuck. I mean, they really are because I'm going to inundate them. I'm going to like take them like a steak and marinate them in everything that I can give and hope that they come out really juicy and, and so tasty, full of love. I, I don't know any other way. And I think that's why when Pastor Rich in my church says, by the way, I think I'm converting to Jewish, but I think um, when he said worship one another and he's, he's married, it made my heart skip a beat. It, nothing sexual, obviously. It, it's, it is good, clean. I worship you. You worship me. Nothing can penetrate this union. And then you're unstoppable. Well, that's elevation. Then, then nothing can get in your way. Then you're going to, you're just going to, everything is great. You're going to cross all the lines. You're going to succeed in everything, whatever it is. I think that that's what love is. Uh, unconditional elevation, inspiration, kindness. Like I think if my son walks into my house and says, mom, I did something bad. So I love you. And I, unfortunately, in unions, husband, wife, man, man, it doesn't matter. Uh, I did something wrong, could break a relationship. So the relationship wasn't strong from if, the get -go. If that breaks it, yeah. If something it, happens, then it wasn't strong enough to begin with. The and foundation, yeah. It, it really depends, can the person own it? Are they willing to change it? Because if they don't own it in the first place, that just goes in a whole different path. Are they willing to admit it? That, that's the first, first. part. Or are First. they going to tell you that you're wrong or that you miss, uh, you I, saw you, it being correctly? Do you or? know any um, relation? I mean, I, I mean, I should have been Heidi Flies for sure. <laughs> I, I really did marry three couples that have been married for over 15 years. I, I did the ceremony. I was a notary. And they are successfully married. I brokered love. I'm the love doctor. Um, I just couldn't do it for myself, which is kind of interesting. But I think when you're, do, are you familiar with, uh, relationships, and I know I am, where there's always the deflector. There's always the person that says, no, it's it's your fault. That's a projection. I, I, I didn't do that. You <laughs> did that. No, it, it's not because of me. It's because of you. I mean, it's it's just in your face. And I'm sometimes I'm looking at people going, am I watching a movie? Like the Ozarks. Yeah. It's total. Well, we, we've mentioned this before. And uh, it's really, it's the passive aggression. And it's like, you start to just let it, I imagine like shooting arrows, you know, someone's shooting arrows at you. And I just, I you do a little like 
Pocahontas and you lean to the side and you let the arrow shoot over your shoulder. Yeah. It's like, okay, keep shooting those arrows. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Here we go. And it's so funny. After you get shot at so many times, either you're going to leave, you're going to cheat, or you're going to crumble. And that's the part where I think it's funny. In my yoga class, you know, I'm weird. Everything is very odd. It's very strong, the practice. But I, I use Arrows and the song. I use a song named Arrows, which is a beautiful song, by the way. And I, I bring our arms together and I go like this and I'm doing this in front of Sarah and pulling your right arm back behind right arm back and then I tell them when they come I'm like imagine the arrow coming at you who's shooting arrows at you how can you and they you should see the it's almost like the warrior where they're looking over their finger and they're going they're in their they're they're thinking in their life what the arrows are and unfortunately if you've got to dodge arrows in your love life you shouldn't be in that love because you no one should be shooting at you in love the person should be behind you helping you pulling the helping bow you, <laughs> uh, helping you you know, or in front of you <laughs> yeah. protecting you from those and that's in at that's least, the worship that's of, that's the love worship. is protection and i always say that and safety it's it's funny because uh, mark who you know and love is one of the examples that I uh, respect in love. And to have my respect as, as, as a husband or as a wife is not easy. He has all of my respect because he is super imperfect and so is his wife. And he says it all the time on a daily basis. But he stands by his wife. He stands in front of his wife. He stands behind his wife 24-7, no question, no doubt whether she's wrong or right, and I love that. That is protection. That is worship, whether she's wrong or right. And I know a lot of Marks. I know a lot of Melanie's. And so that has been uh, faith restoring for me because after my marriage, I was a broken piece of furniture because I really lost faith in love. And I, I... grew up learning you stand by your man through thick and thin. And I listened to that. And when it was very thin, I stood next to him and I knew it was wrong, but I listened to my upbringing, which is not wrong. It's not. I honored my father, but it took uh, a lot of years of pain and doubt and self-hatred, you know, which turns into all kinds of stuff. Because I knew it was wrong and I stayed in the marriage. And oftentimes people stay in relationships that they really shouldn't. You do have to be in love with yourself. First and foremost. And I think that's what some, some of those poor relationships, they teach you. It's to fall in love with yourself. And I think when you have the safe, sane mind that's unwavering, you will be able to see those lessons. Because if you're in a toxic relationship, there's a reason you either allow yourself to stay or you got into it in the first place. So your job of being there is not to then take over the victim mentality, but it's to learn the lessons and then start to make your exit plan. Well, I mean, your book, your first book, because she's writing another one, uh, is is a good example of how I learned to love myself. By the way, it's in my bedroom. (laughs) Um, I keep all of my favorite books there. And it took you some time to love yourself and it took me almost a decade 
to love myself and to find myself because I did lose myself in the relationship and it's just a bad place to be. And then when you love yourself and you finally get to that place, you are never going back. You won't lose it. You will never (laughs) settle. You will never tolerate. And that's why I'm so lucky because I'm almost 50 years old and I never thought, I swear to God, I was happy just by myself. Out of left field, someone comes and accepts me the way I am, worships me the way I am, allows me to be who I am. And, and it's easy. There's no bullshit. I mean, I don't know if it's because of my age and I hope you find him, him, or no, you have him. It's just, uh, so great. And I feel so lucky, so, so lucky, uh, to have found this, uh, maybe half a century into my life. Um, it's, it's a blessing. It really is. I, from what I've heard and what I, what I see, because I see the love in your face and the happiness, you weren't looking for it. And that goes back to what we were saying before. It's not spending hours a day or going to hang out in the no. right places <laughs> no, to go no. find the man and then go hunt him down and play on Facebook all afternoon looking for it. It's like it doesn't work that way. Well, the pursuit of happiness, I think that, that when you have to pursue when you have to go after chase, oh. uh, yeah, the only thing I chase is, is happiness. And, and I do actively chase happiness. But and, you create it. Yeah. Well, I'm a walking ball of happy. I really am. And, and it's a choice I make every day. And I, I told, um, my love that I was happy before him, happy during him and will be happy after him. Because let's say for instance, I get married something happens to my love. God forbid. Guess what? I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be happy for the memories we created. I'm going to be, I'm not going to say, woe is me. I only had him for a little while. It took me so long. No, no, no. No, I'm going to say, I'm happy that I had him and we made the best out of it. Like hurting someone I love, even if I'm with him for four years or 40 years, doesn't filter. I cannot wrap my mind around harming someone you love. In any way, whether it's your dog, your husband, your wife, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your kid, it's a, I don't, that's not love. It's just not love. I worship you. I worship you, Sarah. I love you, Sarah. I want the very best for you. And if I can help you in any way, I will. It's called love. Um, same thing for my kid. Um, same thing for the dove that doesn't belong to me that flies onto the balcony. I, you know, I don't want to hurt something. I want to love something and make it grow and make it healthy and, and complete. And here's the easy part about all of it. I think you come home to your man and you had a great day. Uh, let's say you got a great acting gig or whatever. And you come I'm having home. a great podcast interview with yeah. one of my best friends. And you come <laughs> home and you're like, hey, I did this today. And it's supposed to double in joy because you're sharing this with someone you love. Same thing happens when you have a bad day and you come home and you go, you know, I lost this acting uh, job and I feel bad. Well, he's supposed to take 50% of that away from you and share it with you and make you feel better. And I think that when people say, no, I want to be alone. No, I don't want to look for, I, you know, I think that's a whole bunch of baloney. Or they say nothing. I, I, yeah, well, I prefer that you say nothing. Because when I hear people say, no, I'm good. No, I don't want that. No, it's, it's not for me. I'd rather just, 
it's you're, you're really just maybe falsely protecting yourself. You don't want to be vulnerable. Vulnerability is so fucking sexy. That's intimacy at uh, its purest, purest form. It's not sex. No, at all. It's not sex. It is to hold space for somebody else, to be vulnerable, to share your own insecurities and self, and to allow that to be accepted. Because if I say to you, I'm really sensitive about eating potatoes. Mm-hmm. You're never going to bring potatoes to a dinner. Right. Even if you like them, you're never going to do that against me. That's, that's respect. That is love. I think, and I just brought up the R word, respect is one of the pure forms of love as well. And it's having respect for somebody else. In the last years of my marriage, Sarah, it was the burning bed with Farrah Fawcett. It was insanity in my home. There was no respect. And, you know, I'm not going to get into all the details because it's really quite boring, but there was no respect. And when respect is gone, it's all over. When you look at, I, I would never dream of saying something unkind to you or to my son or to the man that I love. I would say I'm sensitive to potatoes. I wouldn't say, don't fucking bring potatoes in this fucking house because I'm going to fuck you, you know. And and the thing is, is that's unfortunately in the world we live in, wow, I don't know, in the supermarket I see it. I see men and women fighting like if they're, you know, on Jerry Springer, you know, and I'm <laughs> in public. And imagine what happens in their own home. Nobody knows what happens behind closed doors. And I think that's where it stays is behind closed doors because I, I think... And that's the other thing is privacy. Now with social media, I don't know about you, but I'm in love. I am in love and I want to spend the rest of my life with a man. And I'm very proud to stand next to this man. I'm also very afraid to expose this love. I really am. I understand that. And I agree with that. I think sometimes people really have an image of who you are uh, on social media and then they expect that person and then they think that they know you and they send you messages and they want your phone number and they want to talk with you I had one earlier today and they're like I would really love to chat with you about this and I was like I bet have a great day yeah. I wish you the best power on warrior Wednesday yeah it's like <laughs> I don't know Happy you <laughs> uh yeah I think um I'm, I learned from one of the gremlins that I used to date I'm not interested in I'm interested in protecting this, uh, just like I do my son. You know, in time, everything, and and I have nothing to hide, really. It's just, I love this love so much, so intensely, that I need to protect it. And, And I remember when I got married, I made a promise to my husband that I would protect him, and I did. Oof, did I protect him. Because you were expecting the same thing uh, back. Sarah, I protected him against all of those women. <laughs> uh, but I made a mistake. <laughs> I was protecting the wrong thing. I want to, and, and I, it, it'll never change. It doesn't matter what happened. Love is protection. We need to get Mark on this show because I know he would just put his fist up in the air because it, it is, it's very simple and it's easy. Love is easy. If it's difficult, it's not love. Well, you know, I reached out to Mark and I said, you are one person that I fully respect in relationships. Have you ever thought on speaking about relationships for exactly the reasons that you're talking about? What he stands for, how he stands behind his wife. And I'm like, you can teach husbands and men a lot about being a man. Well. In a vulnerable, honest, 
I can't respectful sense. I can't speak for him. I can't, but I can because I'll <laughs> tell you why. Because I agree with him on so much. It's scary. It, it really is alarming how much we agree on things, and relationship education should be like a a, a huge money maker because especially men in Miami and this. This obviously is a podcast internationally, but in Miami, Florida, unfortunately, I don't know if it's the Latin community. I was married to a Latin man, and it's that uh, belief that you can do whatever you want and that she is less than. Uh, no, that's it's like a narcissistic mindset. It's it's Neanderthal, and it, it's it's ignorant. Um, Mark is a very good example of what a relationship should be. I don't know what happens in Mark's house. I, I, I've never been invited to dinner. Um, but I, I th- yeah, like I would really like to be invited. Oh, I'm hungry. <laughs> and he has a rower at home. Uh, I just think that Mark and Grant, Grant also, and I think that's one of the, and I, no joke, I had an event. You didn't go sacred space. I was still hurt. Um, just kidding. Uh, it was a great event and no did, guilt trip. We did. No, you don't feel, uh, <laughs> we, we talked about relationships and I think Mark and Grant for me, one of the reasons I do go to this place is not only for the muscles on muscles on muscles is because every day I need to see it just like you play your videos. Uh, the I'm good. I'm strong. I'm safe. I'm this. I feel that when I'm looking at these two men, I do not train with Mark. Mark, I think, has trained me a handful of times. I train with Grant. But every day, I go see Mark every day. And it's almost like mommy's giving you your lunchbox. But it's not. Mommy is taking away safety and security. Every time she looks in your eyes, and he knows it. Uh, He knows I need to see it to believe it. Because in this world, it's easy to lose, um, easy to lose the belief in love. It really is. And, and love exists and love is beautiful and love is kind and love is nothing else but, but good. And if you're not in love in a good situation, get the fuck out. I mean, run for your life. Call Sarah, call me, make your plans. Yeah. You know, execute, execute, save yourself. Life is short and it's just, uh, you got to live with urgency. You can't just stay. And, and I'm guilty of that. Uh, I really am. And I can speak from experience and I know you can too. Uh, you know, ask for help, look for help, look, look to your parents, look to your neighbors, look to your community, your church, your synagogue, whatever, and, and find a way to love yourself. And I think loving yourself is, is the key. If we're going to leave them with, with some advice, it should be with, um, love yourself. How do you do that? I didn't know if there was something further in that. That's why I was giving a little space. I really believe when you're not looking to fill a hole, you're going to attract the love and the light that you're already giving off. And it's not going to be needed. You don't need to fill anything because you've already filled up your own self. And that, I think, is the purest form. People are going to want to be around you. People are going to want to be attracted. That's the law of attraction in action, you know? And when you are emulating that, think of a sun. You're going to want to be drawn towards that as opposed to, and I got nothing against the moon, as opposed to the moon 
that's just going to pull in the energy. Right. That goes back to what I said in the beginning about the the, the love vampires, and they just want to suck it out of you. Yeah. But instead, you create your own little shield, and you just reflect it back to yourself and carry on with your warrior self. Yeah, radiate, radiate. Uh, I think that's that's absolutely true. You 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 get what you give. You know, and I remember being needy. I remember after my marriage, oh my God, what happens to me? And then I met the Goonies and the Gremlins, and that was even worse. After that, I began to love myself. For me, loving myself, the journey started with fitness, and it never ended. So it worked for me. Some people need to make money. Some people need to learn how to eat. Some people need to quit smoking. Some people need to smoke pot. Uh, Whatever it is to love yourself and build yourself back up again, and it's one step at a a time, there's no rush. Uh, There's no time frame. Um, Once you do get there, love just comes. It feels good, no? I'm such a believer in love. I'll never stop believing in love. I see it. I feel it. I think that's what draws me to wanting to act is just to create those stories of self-love and to inspire other people that it's resilience, yeah. that you you can shine, you're going to thrive no matter what dark little hole you feel like you're in. It's right. like love yourself and it's all going to be, it's going to work out. Yeah. That sounds so like blasé, but it's it's really true. It's like that I compare everything. You know, I'm a cancer survivor. So for me, it's just like, oh, shit, girl, you've been through a hell of a lot worse. Like, carry on with yourself. When, when, you, <laughs> when you put it into perspective, and like you just said, cancer. Uh, People can be cancers, too, by the way. Shit. There's a lot of <laughs> they disease. Are the There's a lot of disease out there. Uh, it, stage force. When you... <laughs> stage four doesn't discriminate either. I think <laughs> when, you, when you do, and you're absolutely right, putting things into perspective... Man, we're so lucky that we can even podcast. I love, we, I mean, right now we're showing love for each other, love for the community, love for creation, love for um, union, love for everything we're doing. Each and just. Freedom. Yeah. And it's just, um, I love you, man. I love you. I do love you. In its purest form. Yeah. I love that we met. Me too. Yeah. Me too. And I hope that if you guys are looking for love, you meet somebody just like I met Sarah. Wow. What what a great day that was. Can we go make out now? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> let's keep it sexy. Let's keep it right. So remember, uh, guys, if you're looking for love in all the wrong places, you can call us um, or DM us and ask us how our day is. And chat for free. Nah, just kidding. No free here. Um, just uh, love yourself. Find help. And uh, Mark, I would really love a dinner reservation in your home with Melanie. Guys, love is real. Love is kind and love is bold. I, I sound like like the recital at my wedding, but it's true. It, it really is true. And if you never find love from anyone else, it doesn't matter. You've got yourself. You've got you. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah is coming back on to talk about her acting career. If you haven't read her book, you should. Uh, you can find it on Amazon and it's called Living Cancer Free. It's not just for people who have cancer. As we just talked about, there are many different forms of cancer. So they can find it on Amazon and they can reach you on Instagram at Live Free Warrior. And I can't wait to read your next book. Wow. And maybe you could come to my wedding. Who knows? Love you guys. Thank you for subscribing. I am grateful to each and every one of you. Until the next podcast, take care of yourself and each other. There is no question you are what you eat. 
At least the people in LunchologyMiami.com believe that. They are Miami's boutique health food company delivering delicious prepared meals to keep you, your family, and your workplace focused on what matters. And that's a healthy lifestyle. Shop through their ocean lovers, meat lovers, plant lovers menu. Decide whether you want three, four, five days of healthy meals or once or twice daily. I believe I am what I eat and I only eat the best. LunchologyMiami.com my phone number is 813-720-7555. I'm waiting by the phone right now to talk to you. You want to lose weight, you want to look great, and you want it to taste wonderful? Call me up. I'm going to show you how. And believe me, I know you've got issues. I know you've got children. I know you've got husbands and wives. Trust me. Yes, you can. Dial me up. 813-720-7555. At Beauty by Nouveau, we believe you have to face life face first and feel good about it. A new you starts with Beauty by Nouveau. You can find us on Instagram at Beauty by Nouveau or on our website, nuvoyou.com. We offer so many things. Pick your poison. It's all about you. We offer Botox, we offer PRP, we offer fillers, we offer hydration. There isn't anything that we can't do to enhance, to refresh, and to make you feel beautiful. Beauty by Nouveau. I'll see you there. I got him. I got my favorite sponsor. They're all my favorite sponsor, but this one's open for life. I'm so fresh, fresh to death. Here in the 305, there's a place called Hugo Fresh where we drink mad juice. They've got the right medicina for you. It's where the vida is. Homegrown, local love, community members, and just downright outrageous. They're paddleboarders, they're yogis, they're very LA, very New York, and now they're my sponsors with various locations throughout South Florida. www.hugofresh.com. They're open for life. Did you like me? Did you hate me? Tell me why. You can find me at www.atrev-t.com. That means to dare. I dare you to contact me. My phone number is 305-903-7160. I'm on Instagram, R-E-V-E-T-E. I'm on Facebook, A-T-R-E-V-E-T-E, Inc. I'm incorporated. I'm on Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm everywhere. Contact me.